Help keep Kingston Beats daily ad free and receive bonus content early with a contribution of 20 cents per episode. Visit herohabit.com slash shop for more information. Hello, hello. Welcome to Kingston Beats Daily. I'm your host, Tony Fry. We are on episode 142. And today we're talking about kind of a rare Kinks song. Not a lot of people probably know this one called I'll Remember, which was released October 28th, 1966 as the final track of Face to Face. And we've done a lot of talking about Face to Face and um, something else. This particular period of the Kinks seems to come up pretty frequently so far on our podcast. Um, this tune uh, was recorded in October, November 1965, making it the oldest track on the album. Uh, based on recording dates, because you, I just said it was released October 66. So they held on to this uh, track for a year before it was finally released. It was probably intended for release on King's Controversy, um, but it didn't make it. Makes it on a face-to-face as the closer. And the song does not appear to have ever been performed live. So this was, and I don't mean this disrespectfully, this is just the fact of the matter, this was a worker's song um, in as much that Ray wrote it because he needed to write a song. Um, There's nothing particularly fancy about it. And uh, I mean, it's an okay tune, but we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit, but you know, sometimes they just wrote songs cause they needed it to fill a, an album. And I think that's what we've got here. <clears throat> the song actually reminds me a lot of, um, the Beatles song, If I Needed Someone, which was one of George Harrison's first contributions. And this has uh, a lot of similarities to his style, mostly because uh, the rhythm of the melody is all on upbeats. So, you know, I'll remember everything you said to me. Right, so it's all upbeats, much like uh, if I needed someone to love, you're the one that I'd be thinking of. So it's the same key, and it's a very, very similar rhythmic um, construction to the rhythm. And this is something that George does a lot. Ray doesn't do it, at, you know, um, as often where it becomes a stylistic trademark. But he is doing it here um, where he's got everything on the ands. One and, 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 what, right? And then what other thing that makes it very similar um, is that uh, there's a shift to a minor key in the bridge. All right, so we're going along an A. And then he goes... Thinking about it now. Thinking about it now. So he shifts to a B minor. All right. So uh, he's going to the the minor two, which is a natural uh, two is going to be a minor chord in the key of uh, A anyway. So he's going to a, a B minor which is a natural minor chord. 
where George, um, when he does it, takes the five chord and makes it minor. Okay, so it's a little bit different. Instead of going to E, he goes to E minor. Had it been some other day, man. But what's interesting is that both of them, the second chord after they shift to minor, um, go up to a major six. So this is a borrowed chord, and this may be, uh, it is, if I'm looking at this right, this is the only borrowed chord in the entire song for Ray. So he does the B minor, that's a two, and then an F sharp major, which is uh, the five of B minor, but it's not in the key of A. Uh, in the key of A, F sharp would be a minor chord, not a major chord. Then he shifts to G major. All right, so that's another borrowed chord. Then E7. Back to A. So a couple borrowed chords in there. But I think it's interesting that both of them, even though they switch to minor um, based on different keys, their follow-up chord to that minor is a major six chord, which is a cool hook in pop music that, you know, you hear a fair amount. I think the British guys tend to enjoy that, that major six, um, especially of that era. The whole song though, the whole rest of the song is basically one, four, five. And then the bridge is the only part where you don't have the primary tonic subdominant and dominant chords. That's it. There's some cool guitar work on it. Um, it's kind of a throwaway song, you know, and it's, and it's on the, you know, the last track of the album, which back in those days, um, because of the degradation of sound quality, sometimes, um, the weaker songs were thrown at the end. Uh, other times the more experimental songs were thrown at the end. Uh, cause like, like look at tomorrow never knows on revolver. You're not going to stick that after Eleanor Rigby. It's gotta be an album closer, right? So there's a lot of reasons that bands would put, a tune at the end. A lot of times it's just a rocker that they are just literally throwing away. Uh, it's just for filler. And I think that's what we've got here. You've got a, a mid-tempo electric guitar driven song that, you know, does what it's supposed to do. Not a bad song, not a great song. Uh, and kind of a forgotten Kinks song. I would wager most people have never heard this one unless you're a diehard Kinks fan who owns Face to Face, which all of you probably do. And all of you who don't should, because it's, uh, uh, really a strong album from start to finish. So that's it. Well, you know, we've done this before. There's not always um, a ton to talk about with these songs. So we're going to call it a day at seven minutes. And uh, I hope you guys will join us next time for another track. Uh, make sure to swing by herohabit.com to keep up to date with all the stuff going on with Kinks and Beats Daily. And go to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and review. And you can also reach me, 925 925- Four nine four one seven three nine. If you haven't downloaded the Mars Picks episode, um, uh, you can be included uh, in future bonus episodes by calling and leaving a voicemail. And then you can also email me kinksandbeats at herohabit.com. All right. I will talk to you guys later. Have a great day. <laughs>